Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. It's all right to be wrong. It's just not all right to defend it. You understand? You can be wrong. It's cool. Who was? Who hasn't been wrong? I don't know anybody who hasn't been wrong. You just can't defend your wrong. That's why God hates pride, because pride gets in there and wants to defend wrong because it wants to be right. So it, God can't get in. What's bigger than living wrong is defending it. So that's really, a, that's really an important point with your kids. I said this years ago, when you don't tell your kids you're sorry, it's like giving them a mirror that has little black blotches on it. You ever see an old mirror when it's old, the stuff comes off the back and it's really not a mirror anymore, it's just blotches of a mirror? It, they never get a correct image because if you're not honest and you're the one that's supposed to represent honesty to your children, who's, if you don't tell them about honesty, who's going to? The TV? If you don't tell your kids about honesty and integrity, that's why those of you who have grandfathers that are still living, parents that are still living, have got good integrity, it's real good to take your kids over there. Because those old boys hold them accountable. Grandma holds them accountable and grandpa holds them accountable. At least they're supposed to. You know, you're going to laugh. I get excited when, when Zach comes over because I get a chance to do some shaping. It sounds corny, but I actually like doing that. I get excited about doing it. And... Uh, I think you get a different response when you see it that way, that you're shaping instead of just correcting. You do it a little bit different when you're wanting to shape somebody. If you're just wanting to fix it, you just tell, fix it and get them out of your way. But if you're wanting to shape somebody, it takes more investment, it takes more time, and it takes you working with them. Amen? Everybody's got a different area, but that's, that's what you gotta do. So number two would be don't sin. And like I said earlier, children have enough battles. If you sin in your house, you give them more battles. The, the more sin is in your house, the more battles you give your children. You set them up to have fights they would never have because you're sinning or you're allowing sin in your house. If you're allowing sin in your house, you're allowing them to be comfortable with the presence of a demon the rest of their life. Please forgive me, gentlemen, but if you allow pornography in your house, if you allow fornication in your house, if you allow laundered money in your house, if you allow anything in your house, devils are attached to every one of those acts or objects. And what you're doing is you're creating an atmosphere of which your children get comfortable sleeping in their beds with a demon in your house, and they're okay with that presence. You literally let them live with devils in the house. 
And they don't know the difference. They just get used to it because they were raised in it. That's why they're called familiar spirits and they get compromised built into their character because you've allowed those things in your house. The ball be held accountable for that one. The kids, the kid, you know, I almost want to cry. You don't want to damage kids. We complain about what people do to kids, but sometimes I think we need to look at ourselves and look at what we did to our own kids, you know, by allowing things in there that, that don't belong in there and giving them all kind of battles that they would never have. Uh, like I said, you don't need to add, we don't need to add to them. Uh, what is in you tracks down your family, you could say. You know, I always bring out Dr. Summerall because I really didn't have another illustration this morning. But the reason I, I like using Dr. Summerall as a, as a reference point, and I have all my life, is because he lived to be 80, I think it was 82 or 85, preached in 100, just under 170 countries fed the world globally through his aircraft and his ships and feed the hungry. And to my knowledge, you know, he, he survived all those years in ministry without a scandal, which is nowadays is almost unbelievable. I mean, without any kind of financial scandal, with any kind of sexual scandal, with any kind of women's scandal. He said the, the glory, the gold, and the gals. That's how he used to put it. You can't touch that. Those are the three enemies of a preacher is the glory, the gold, and the gals. And that's, you know, he was just an old-fashioned guy, but that's how he said it. And uh, he, he, he would tell you, if you want to have power, you can't sin. He told Billy Joe Doherty that years ago. Uh, he told him on a platform, I want to talk to you after service. And after service, he took him out back, and Billy Joe said, well, what is it, Lester? I need to know. He says, don't sin. You'd think he was going to tell him something that was tremendous, but he told him, don't sin. Now, the thing about Summerall that made it different was he had so much authority in the spirit realm that the devil couldn't live within a parameter of his life. His life was clean enough to have the power off the chain. I mean, off the chain. Successfully cast out every devil that he chose to cast out. Now, I always tell the same illustration because I, I don't have another one. I have my own, but I don't want to tell you mine all the time about this kids playing the back, remember the back when they had records, I'm really gonna go back a ways, but his sons are 60s and 70s. And they played records backwards and they would get called it backward masking and the masking had demonic words in it. Like if you play, you know how when you mess with the devil, there's, there's demon power. So they'd play these records backwards and the devils would come. And his sons were playing records upstairs in the house and the devils came into the room and they got scared and come downstairs and said daddy daddy there's devils in our room come up and cast them out and Lester's answer was you tell me how they got in there first and then I'll go cast them out <laughs> in other words he was so sure that the devil had no place in his house that if he got in he wanted to know how because he operated at that level of Authority that no devils were in his house. Isn't that in? How'd you like to be there? To where there's no demon operation in your house because you're just too strong for it to come in. You know, he was edgy in his delivery, rough in his personality, but strong in his convictions, and it brought great power to his life. Just like his spiritual dad, Wigglesworth, was very edgy too. He's a plumber, not sophisticated. 
uh, wrote letters to people, misspelled things and everything, but raised 20-some people from the dead. Multiple healings of cancer. People grew feet. No feet, grow feet. I mean, from the like halfway down the, the shin, nothing. And then he, they grow feet and, and get feet. I mean, miracles. But they, aside from their bad English or however you want to look at it, their convictions were so strong and they lived what they believed that they had so much power and authority that they could keep demonic power away from their sphere. And if it attacked him, they rebuked it. Then they got, you know, when you think of Dr. Summerall, he got so strong that God could use him globally to drive out devils. We can't even get him out of the front yard. This guy's assigned to drive him out of the nations, out of cities, out of churches because of that, the integrity of their heart, not the perfect of their personality. Not the perfect of their personality, the integrity of their heart. Integrity is what you do when nobody knows. It's when you don't cheat on your taxes and nobody catch you. It's when you don't, it's, it's all the things you do privately. It's not what you do publicly. And the integrity test is, is done all private. And if, and if it's not done well, then there's a public manifestation of what you believe or who you are. When I was preaching in Africa years ago, this scripture in Luke that says, you know, first it has a parable of the sower, then it has that... Uh, no man lights a candle and puts it under a bushel. I said, God, I don't understand what that candle's doing in the middle of the parable of the sower. And I was in uh, Cassie and I was going to go out to preach to some real religious group of people. And he said that the candle, he says, no man lights a candle and puts it under a bushel. He says, if they have faith, if you have faith, Joe, it can be seen. Because faith is visible. Its results are visible. Now, you know, look how much criticism Copeland and all those other faith, everybody who's done something by faith has endured. But they've all had the results. And even after they had the results, the critics still wouldn't believe. Because miracles don't produce faith. The word produces faith. If you don't believe the word, the miracle could happen right in front of you and you just refuse to acknowledge it. You just won't acknowledge it was God. You'll think it's luck. You'll think it's this, think it's that. It's none of the above. It's believing what God said that creates that miracle. If you, if you just think about it, if he gave you the miracle first, nobody would ever believe anything. It's related to what you believe. I've watched people pioneer businesses, and if they'd obey and they'd believe, they'd get favor. Stuff would start expanding. They'd open new things and do things. It's their faith that made the openings, not the openings making faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, but also believing it. And uh, I don't want to be less on that personally. I want to be more on that. I'm unhappy. If, you know, it's funny. I, I said this in other sermons. The only thing I'm sorry about in business is I didn't take enough risk. And I don't want to do that here. I don't want to bring that here. I want to take more risk to reach the nations and to reach the lost people. I don't want it to get comfortable. I want it to get crazy faith. I don't want to build, please forgive me, I don't want it to be safe and secure all the time till we become lethargic 
warm, we like our chairs, and we like everything. If you like everything, there's something wrong. God's trying, he's going to make you not like something, so you do something. Don't be those, the kind of people that draw back and leave. Join the people who embrace the battle and stay and move forward. And change to fit the purpose. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.